Hello, everybody. Very excited for the rewatch. Uh, thank you for joining for this rewatch series. We have been doing Matrix. We did Spider-Man. We did uh, Star Wars. And now we're doing Matrix. And now it's Matrix Reloaded. It's the second movie. We've already done two of them. We did the Matrix. We did the Animatrix. And now it's the, well, third movie. I mean, a second live action movie out of the set. And we're excited to be doing it. It's myself. It's Coy Jandrew. And Kate Mulligan, and we're excited to be talking about this with you guys today because we're leading up to Revolutions. So revolutions? Nope. Resurrections. That's the one. And we are going to see that really soon. Myself and Coy got a screening. Kate, who's this? Who's this? Who's this? Who's this? I can't take that right now. Uh, I can't take that right now. But uh, anyway. So we'll figure Kate it out. Kate wasn't invited. Great. It was not, no, yeah, Kate was not invited to the screening. She was, but she's going out of town to be with family. Priorities, Kate. Priorities. All right, let's get into this thing, guys. It's Matrix Revolutions. I'm ready. Are you ready? Let's do it. Red Reloaded. Revolutions is next week. <laughs> it's terrible. Shoes and shoes. Uh, I got beaten. All right, what are How's it going, everybody? Chillin', chillin'. Welcome back. Yay, yay, yay. Matrix Reloaded. That's the movie we're watching today. Well, we watched it already. That's what we were talking about today. I'll get, I'll get, I'll get with it. I'll get plugged into the Matrix. Revolutions reloaded. Plug it in. <laughs> plug it out. Look at this guy. It's nice to have everybody here. Excited. It's nice to be here. We're right around Excited. the corner. Coy, I know it's tough, man, but like you, we both we're going to the, the screenings. Well, when this movie comes out, well, then this comes out next it'll be week. Like, it'll well, be like we eight we, days we, away? we will already have seen Spider Man. Yes. Point. But when you got the screening invites for both Spider Man and this. What were you more excited about? Ooh, Sophie's <sighs> Choice. Yeah. So I would say between the first trailer and the second trailer, I would have said Spider-Man because I was so attached to it. But yeah. then the Deja Vu trailer affected me Oh, the little the Deja Vu one. And that was, was only like a minute, minute long, one. yeah. Like that was a 58 seconds that like changed my molecular structure. Yeah. Like I, I saw the world again like I did in 99. Well, what do you think about the latest one? I thought the latest trailer Incredible. was out of control. But I'm just giving credit to the, yes. the 58 seconds. I've never had 58 seconds like rewrite me. And I was like, oh, wait, I've suddenly become a different person. It's so, uh, so good. I think I'm going Matrix. Sorry. Welcome to Koi Superlative Genre. That's what it was. Well, I called I call Kate and I said... seconds yeah. that changed my molecular structure. Do I be, Kate? Every minute's got to count. I said to Kate, Kate, when are you going out of town? She, uh, whatever she said. What they, what, I go, what, December 19th. I go, oh. I, go, I, go, I, go, I, go, I go, perfect. Great, great news. I go, the screening's the 18th. <laughs> or the 20th, right? The 20th. It's the 20th. 20th. It's 20th. It's 20th. It's 20th. It's 20th. It's 20th. Yeah. right there. It's right, right on the right. right. Um I do think they're both going to be incredible. I have a lot of faith in both films. And I do think we can't make our yard in list movies until we've seen them until both. we've seen them both especially the, because we're, they're so anticipated and we did this whole um episode of uh on big thing about because there's so much hype between the two of them like which has the bigger i chimed in because i was proud of uh stafford digging oh, yeah. i was in the chat because we loved it yeah, yeah but it's like but which which is the bigger mountain to fall off of is it spider-man or or matrix right and it's so funny i saw this it's my favorite comment by myself to a response because i don't <laughs> you you you've been you've been going and you got last matrix you were you were in a mood i was i saw you coming back to people and you're like i'm, I'm happy to piss you off I was like, that's not coy the Jandra. thing i like about people is when they yeah but you were you were in a you're in a you're spicy I in but I was, I was in a little bit of a spicy mood because it was funny because someone so all i saw this one guy goes he's like stop comparing two different movies to so i simply responded <laughs> and i said no <laughs> See, spice feels good sometimes. But it wasn't. But it's, we weren't comparing them. We're just saying because there's so much anticipation between both of them. Yeah. Is that you know if because I think that if the Matrix is, doesn't deliver, 
You know, it, people are getting hyped up again. Nobody was asking for a fourth Matrix. Nobody, I mean, except you. But nobody <laughs> But nobody was like, oh my God, we knew what we knew. We knew. It, like Spider-Man, we knew it was coming. Yeah. The, 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 the Matrix, it was like, okay, that'd be cool, right? And then the trailer comes out and you're like, oh, maybe I am getting excited for well, this. The, uh, the truth, too, is that we know it's not the last Spider-Man. It could be the last Matrix. Ever. It could be. Yes. Yeah. And, and we're going to get That's into it. That's Yes. And we're going to get you. into that. I occasionally, I have those. Yeah, well, you will. Uh, so my one for the day. What I did like, it's a lot of the comments that it said, um, that what they really liked about this rewatch series is that these three different perspectives, right? You got the the, the movie fan is watching things going, okay, here's a particular thing I like about the Matrix. Um, you, and then you got the guy who's the hardcore Matrix fan who dives into all the, the, the philosophy and all that. And then you, you get, get the, the newbie. the raging idiot. No, they get the, <laughs> got the newbie the new eyes. who, who yeah. represents people who have not seen the movie before or just yeah. learning about it. So that's, Also, I don't know any others of you, so it's been really special for me because oh. I've, I've been so versed in this that it's been really nice Roxy. to hear that, that never seen just it. alarming i know but like there's so few people that haven't seen it so it's been really well, nice for me to appreciate of my age because like well, 99 right. was my pro i mean i was a junior going into a senior you in just high didn't school. see like, it yeah. you're also well versed in entertainment and you're intelligent so there's not a lot of people that have those venn diagrams that haven't experienced yeah. this part of intelligent entertainment well, and the reason i was spicy which i do not really apologize for but okay, um is, is i went through like a lot of comments on my youtube and a bunch of people were like why does he always have to go so philosophical and he thinks everything's so deep blah, blah. and there were people like attacking my other videos unrelated and i was like the matrix is about philosophy about. and yeah. what are you doing on my blade well, watch I'm, by, <laughs> by the way though i'm glad you brought that up because i feel that even though this that stuff is still in two and three mm -hmm. right in both uh, in both reloaded and yeah it dips because here's here's the way that i and kate and i talked about this before and we're just going to talk about two because three is three is next week or it might even be this week i might run two of these in the same week Whoa. because we get closer i don't know yet um but either way the difference from what I found the first movie, and we talked about this briefly when we watched The Matrix the first time, it is a movie that is very deep, there's a lot of meaning behind it, it is revolutionary, it is different, and it happens to have a lot of action in it. It's not an action movie. The second movie is an action movie. It's a pure action movie. Yeah, and the third is even more so in my opinion. See, the second one, the reason why I think they're, they're really, I mean, that highway scene, Ooh. fun. Amazing. But it goes on so long, and they're just there's so many times in this movie that scenes just go on because they're like, look how cool this is. <laughs> and like when he's fighting all the Smiths in the park, yeah, it's like, look how fun this is. And and it's so dated now. It looks like a video game. But still, for the, for the time, she it was great. Like it still held up. Do you? Uh, that was the one, Christian, you stole the one thing so I wanted sorry. to say, which was that I have to, I, I have no data for this, but I bet if we collected data, this would stand, which is that I felt that every one of the scenes action scenes Went was too long. longer yeah. than any other like if I'm trying it just felt like I was like wow they're still punching each other <laughs> but we yeah. already saw him fly right well I, I just feel like if you if you said like okay this is the beginning of that action scene and this is the end of it it would be well that's the difference between well the first above. one and this one do you remember that, when I said they split the script for two and three into two yes. movies yeah. in the action scenes when I'm like oh they just literally pulled that's, taffy like they're just like, exactly let's just the Hobbit doing. yeah well, like you took one it could have been a second it could have been two it could have been Animatrix movies. as a live action which yeah. I yeah. which I'm not saying do that because I love what they do with Animatrix I love the medium of animation but I do think there is merit in the second two yeah. being consolidated into one four hour it is but that being said though I do enjoy, and I will say for both two and three I enjoyed watching them both better now and I think that it's opposite to what I said about like when I watched Force Awakens, knowing that well, I knew what comes comes after it, so it's it kind of mm -hmm. diminishes my enjoyment of it a little bit. This is two and three because I know there's a fourth one coming. Now I don't know if the fourth one's gonna be any good. I could feel very differently once I see it and be like, oh my God, and now it's now they're gonna get worse again. But because of the way that they're set up leading into the fourth one could make two and three 
even better, right? Yeah. So two, it it starts up because by the end of one, Neil flies up into the sky. He's like, I'm going to show these people mm-hmm. what you don't want them to see. And he's been freeing people as you watch in the Animatrix. We see that yes. kid come back. Kid yes. has a massive part in the movie. Yeah. Ultimately, you know. The war is over. Right. And that's the for, war is that's over. part three. Damn it. Sorry. Got to save it, Kate. Yes. Sorry. Spoilers. Um, the war is over. <laughs> but, but we do see that's him. Three spoilers. That's right. But we do see him, that kid. And he and he says you, he says the same thing that he does in Animatrix, which is you save me. And he goes like, you save yourself, kid. Right. That whole thing. Yes. But we show this is more about and, and two and three ultimately are more about that. And even three more so. But two is a combination of what we liked about the Matrix stuff. And then we start to see more of Zion and the real world. Mm-hmm. I think that's where these movies lost a lot of people. I think that the Wachowskis were so ready for everybody to embrace both worlds and they were ready for everybody to say, you're going to love the human side of it. You're going to love this rave. You're going to love all this. People are just like, just show me the matrix. Show me the matrix. What's, and that's why I think the fourth one is the way that it's built yeah. up. Um, but the rave scene is another thing too long. I like it. I like it. I understand it. There's a celebration. They're in the town. People want to be fucking, I get it. Important. And especially Trinity and mate and, uh, and, and Neo, but it's like, and 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 the dream that Neo's having, you know, yeah. he sees her, he right. sees all this stuff, he has the right. visions. There's so much in here that there's that we loved about it that really works. There's other stuff that just goes on too long and they just turn it into an action movie. But also, why when you're like the machine, you guys, the machines are coming. Let's have a party! Like right. it was a very weird. It was the last time. party. They wanted to make sure <laughs> like, if they were gonna die. Very weird so this is the time frame. If you're gonna if you're gonna go out, go a boning. That's what I said. Okay. Like if if you're on your way out, it's like the jerking off in the airplane thing. Like if you go down, you're taking it out, and you're gonna play with your piece. Okay, if that's a thing. That's a yeah. Thing. Like if oh you you've never thought if the plane went down, what your last action would be it would definitely be getting no face on. Like there's gonna be an experience. Like you no, get your I last. Gonna, I was gonna tell my kids it's gonna be okay. I was gonna... <laughs> that's why I don't have kids, Kate. That's why I don't have kids. I was gonna fucking life is beautiful. Life is dance. <laughs> it's like, it. It's both Mallrats and in uh, many Chuck Palahniuk books. Oh, that okay. Okay. I was making a Mallrats reference, uh, but I, I do think the the beautiful thing. <laughs> we should well, do a that's another Q one. rewatch as as we get to Clerks Kevin. three. I, uh, when when we get when we get to Clerks, that'd be so much fun. We get to do a rewatch series of Clerks one and two with Kevin. We'll be that'd amazing. be amazing. But so that's we, we this movie. Uh, a duality. I liked this movie. So for me, the third one is about compromise. The second one's about choice. So while we're in choice, while yes. we're in Reloaded, I love that the first movie was about finding the truth, and it, it was looking at the mirror and looking past the mirror, using all the Alice Wonderland metaphors. They looked into the mirror at what we are. My problem with the second two is that it looks at the surface. It looks just at the mirror and looking back at you. It's a much more surface approach to these philosophies, and I did enjoy like the blend of entertainment and religion, but whereas the first film felt like it was establishing its own mythology, this one felt like it was establishing like a Joel Olstein uh, cult. Like it, it established like a, a mega church for profit. Like this felt much more like it was doing propaganda religion where I didn't feel that in the first film. So when they're in Zion, I loved personally, I love the, the real world stuff because that to me felt like the duality of machine and man, like machines aren't celebrating. The reason right. I think we needed to see this is the only thing that separates from the, us from the machines is we're all trying to conquer. We're all trying to rule our land, but we live for a purpose. And that's, what's so interesting about the Merovingian is the Merovingian, his whole approach is robot-like. He thinks we all are, he's a hard determinist. He thinks we have one path 
everything is causality. This equals this, this equals that. Soft determinism is what Morpheus believes. Uh, soft determinists think that our nature and nurture builds up to everything leading in a way. So a soft determinist will listen to the Oracle and go, hey, I'm meant to be this. Everything is as it should be. We are meant to be this way, but things I do will affect things. So it's a, it's a movie about hard determinism versus soft determinism. And then you've got Neo, who's literally outside all codes and all matrices, all systems. So you've got a lot going on at play, but what I loved was the Merovingian was literally the devil in so many aspects. He yeah. was in red and black. He was married to Persephone, who was married to the Greek god of, of Hades, all those things. But you've got Neo becoming a more and more biblical figure. Where it lost me was in the third one, which we'll talk about later. But in this one, we had so much beautiful setup for uh, the duality of man to choice, to taking a left door or a right door, to saving Trinity or saving everyone. All of that is the matrix to me but it felt like it forgot what it was because it stretched and, itself and, out. But, that's, because that's, the but that, that's it. That's that. It that's kept like, it. losing itself. It's that stuff that you just mentioned. It's all there in this one. It's all there, but because it's like, and I also think that's part of the hype machine when you get a successful movie the first time. Yeah. Cause everyone's like, Oh, we, well, and then you get, you probably get the studio heads in there. I don't know if this, this is the case or not, but it's like, Hey, they really love that bullet time stuff. Do the bullet time stuff because there's so much of it. And how many times do I got to see Trinity do the thing with the arms yes. and go up? And yes. it's like they just overcook a lot of the moments. And like again, the highway scene goes on forever. The scene in the park goes on forever. Like the stuff that just goes on and on and on. So when you get the really interesting stuff, the stuff that you're talking about, it gets lost in a bit. The stuff that was really fun and exciting about The Matrix in the first movie, it starts to get lost. I still had a lot of fun with it. I think the twi the twins, I remember when I was talking about how cool the twins were. The twins looked cool, but they were really they were so goofy they glossed over their purpose though and, and so there's like one line of dialogue about the twins the idea is everything supernatural is, is a glitch right. so the idea is like werewolves are real ghosts are real vampires are real they've just been poorly coded they're an old matrix right. that should have been that's a whole movie that's it way is. more exciting it, and it so is. they're like look at these guys Boom. and it was so and it, it, right right because they started doing and he started doing <laughs> and like the stupid palpatine stuff that they do yeah. like, like yeah you know, like, <laughs> Like that's it's like it, that's not scary to me. It's stupid. And the conversation in the basement about needing machines to live while we're fighting machines—that would have been the focus of the first movie. Like if it was paced like the first yeah. film, the mm. scene where he's talking about like how ironic is it we've got these machines that filter our water, that filter our food, that do all this for us, that are keeping us alive while other machines are killing us, right. and then being like, "Well, what's the difference?" And he says, "Control," but they don't have control because they I do love that need those scene. Things. By the way, that seems genius. So that's the stuff in Zion that I really like when he comes up to him and he's just like, um, you know good point like the whole the whole conversation that they have and the understanding behind it tying into all the philosophy and then the key master and all did, did you go back did you see the will ferrell thing we were telling you about yet no I okay didn't. well that's okay yeah, now yeah, yeah, but that's yeah, okay yeah, now yeah, because yeah, now yeah. now you've seen the scene yes because yeah, yeah, he yeah. goes and he sees the the you know the what's what's his face the, the architect the architect he yes. sees him in argo and there's all this stuff that kind of plays into it um that these things have happened so Corey, the question I have that we're going to probably find out in the fourth movie is that he says to Neo at the end of the scene, we're going to jump back and forth, by the way, whatever scenes that we kind of that kind of pop into our minds. So the architect tells Neo, he's like, this is like, what, the sixth time we've blown up Zion. Yep. So what does that mean? Does that mean that they clone them and then they rebuild it? New batch of humans. Is like that, people that have now so been people, freed again. So, so people just keep rebuilding Zion. So the architect says that they built a perfect matrix yeah. and that failed. Right. And they built another and matrix. Well, Smith failed. says that too. So they, we've gone through these iterations. Yeah. So the way they got the matrix to work is by having 1% of people need choice. So I actually wrote down like there's there's a concept uh, like if you guys have heard of the, the, the Heisenberg um, oh, there's a Heisenberg uncertainty principle. Yeah. So uh, the, the spontaneity. Yes, I speak for both of us. Yeah. <laughs> 
he stole your point as well. Uh, so we talk about this. I was going to talk, talk about Persephone. But so, uh, yeah. so the Heisenberg uncertainty principle is when you look at subatomic particles, they are so chaotic you can't predict when they're going to uh, devolve. So things atrophy at a level that we can't track. So with science, usually it's like cause effect. With math, it's like one plus one is two. But when we're looking at the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, there's a time when uh, molecules decay and we're like, what's going on? And it's actual chaos. So they make that part of the matrix where we need there to be choice. We need 1% of people to be able to be uncertain in order for this to feel like it's not hard determinism. The matrix didn't work when it was hard determinism because when a system starts and ends and you know everything that's going to happen, that doesn't allow human beings to have the freedom of choice. Right. So the movie's about implementing something into the matrix, which is Neo, that is the freedom of choice and having 1% of those people. So Zion is always the 1% of people that are able to escape. And that's why Neo is a fundamental part of the matrix itself, allowing the matrix to succeed. So he's a part of the system right. that he's meant to disassemble, but the Oracle was actually misleading him in the other ones, and this time in the third it's film, like Obi -Wan. Choice. It's like an Obi-Wan type yeah. situation, kind of telling him what he needs, the same way, leading him in one particular thing, not telling him the entire But mis I, the mother of the Matrix being the yeah. Oracle, yeah. misleading him, because yeah. he was making choices that inevitably led to the fall of Zion, and in this case, in the third film, he made a different choice. Right. So it's it's a really so fascinating all, so, concept. And all the ones before him were doing the wrong thing. Apparently. They were all choosing Zion. Right. He chose to save Trinity because in this instance, love is the ultimate benefactor. Love is the thing that, that is the variable that you can't be controlled. So it's almost a variable on a variable on a variable, which makes this Neo unique. Right. Which is what I think the fourth movie is about. And there's a new Neo comes in. So they've all, they've all been canneries. Every Neo. No, no, but I'm, that's what I mean <laughs> yeah. though. But like well, every Neo has been, because I, I didn't know like every the one, was it always canneries? That's or what was, I used to think as a kid. Um, yeah. But this time I think what those cameras were weren't old Neos. I think they were that's options. That's some kid philosophy right there. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm saying moron. I'm no. What I think the uh, the videos were all of the options of how his, he could react in real time. Yeah. So I I used to think those were all the neos, but then that wouldn't make sense because no, there'd only be six of them. No, no, you're right, right, right. So now right. I think it's every variable of the options of how he could react in real time to the architect's questioning. Well, and yeah. That's again the Socratic method of pulling out every variable. But I was just talking about in general, like so the ones the the ones that were because we know that there were what six predecessors, right? Yeah. The, my question is, were those predecessors all canneries? Were those like that's that or were they just? Were they I think they were people? all different people because right. I think that would imply they, they, they a certain would know determinism, them. right? Because we can't they, have something be the exact same every right. time; otherwise, you lose the variability of the thing that's causing the matrix to flow. Right. So, so the next movie, even though it appears that Neo is in it, it's not necessarily that it's taken place after Zion. Well, we know that it has though because because there's scenes of the other films and he's watching this. it, and we don't. And, and again, going into we'll we'll play more into it into revolutions that there's certain things that happen at the end of that movie that imply that it, it could be that same Neo, right? right? But in this movie, in Reloaded, um, he's he's still kind of getting his powers. Like the the agents are ins insignificant really in this movie because he knows how to kind of beat him up and they, and even that's the thing they kind of ignore the rules of the agents, right? Because the agents, even though Neo can mess them up, yeah, and like Everyone now, now Morpheus to. is fighting them. No one's scared of him anymore. Yeah. They're all yeah. fighting him now. It's like, okay, yeah, because Neo taught us how to fight this. Well, you didn't tell me that. Yeah. And you didn't. Right. And it's like. You can't make everyone Super Saiyan. Like suddenly no. like everyone's knighted. You're Everybody, like, we're all cool. Right. I did, because I, I love the idea that. And, and what's um what's the Oracle's, the the Cypher? What was his name? Not Cypher. That's from the first movie. But um the, her, her protector. Seraph. Seraph. Which is uh, Angel. Which is like the commentary of like the angels and stuff. He's like, fantastic. Yeah. He's fantastic because even though, I love that line of just like, you know, you don't really, you can't really truly know someone unless you fight them. Right. right, and know who they are, and he does that with Neo. Knows right away that okay, this is this is who this is who's supposed to be here. He takes him to the park, and then it's like you were mentioning all of the conversations. It, well, 
there's an A and B to this, but all the conversation, most of the conversations they have in this, like, oh, that's the stuff I love about the Matrix. That's here, like that conversation she has with them in the park, like sit down. And he's like, I don't want to sit down. She's like, all right, whatever. So, and she knows all these things. It is all about choice. This yeah. movie. The only question that I have, because as we go- we talk about the goof on the Wolf Ferrell scene with uh, with the architect, is that. Did they try to overcomplicate things with certain things? Because there's certain times, like there, I thought that the Matrix, even though some people might be like confused by it, you rewatch it, you get it. This one, there's still if you don't watch it with subtitles, right over your head. Like this stuff. I mean, I know you're locked into it, but there's some people who are like, wait, he said, he said what? Wait, that that means this, and that. Why is that guy opening all those doors there? And that. Did they overcomplicate things in two and three? I personally think that it's a matter of opinion about how you want your movies. Some movies I want to be... Actually, I had this talk with, with Mark Ellis the other day about Eternals. I want some of my movies to be something I in need depth. to work. Sure. I like to work. So I think that this movie is one that expects you to work. Yes. It's not... It's. I think this is on is a positive. Because I want some things to be like, I want to look what that book is. I want to understand that me- like metaphor. I want to sure. understand that reference. But if what the beauty of these movies is, if you don't want that, you can still go, ooh, big fight. Like, right, but that's, that's, well, the, that's, but that's the thing, you know. It's, it's not, I, I also, whether it's Inception or the first Matrix or whatever, there's a lot of those movies for me. And even this, like this one, I, I liked following this one along and going back and going, but I'm watching, thinking about it as like a first watch. Right. It's a very, it's a very complex. Yeah. One, one of my favorite things is something that I didn't discover until this rewatch. Um, there's a book that Persephone pulls to open yeah. the door. Um, and I wouldn't have ever seen the movie this way without doing the research. So it ties to what you're saying is the movie became another movie for me again, but yes. I think that's beneficial. So the book she pulls is uh, Die Welt All's One und Volsterlung. I don't speak German. I think you said that wrong. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it it's means the world as will and representation in English. And it basically talks about there's two ways that the world can be regarded. So the first way is the world of appearances and causality, which is basically the Merovingian's whole thing. But the second second half of the book is once you get past a certain point of whys, which is choice, right? Why this, why that, why all these things, when the whys run out and the fundamental nature of reality sets in the world in and of itself, the blind will of the world takes over. So there comes a point where no matter how much you chip away at something and question something, every conversation you've ever had with somebody, eventually you're like, because that's the way it is, because that's the way it is. So the book deals with the idea that there is choice, but there's also some things are just the way they are. So it made me see the movie as a different thing because there is the choice of making choices, but there's also I don't believe in fate, but at the end of the day, there are things that are fundamental to how the world works. And that's literally a boop. And like, I never would have, I never looked up that book before. Well, there is choice and there's absolute choice and there's choice for you guys to either go to the grocery store and uh, make sure that you guys are, uh, you know, do it in German, but do it in German. Yeah, but make sure you guys are <laughs> spend- butcher yeah. books. Are you spending a lot of money at the grocery store? Or you want to actually get a good deal? I'm telling you, you guys know, I mean, both Koi and Kate and Kate's been, had Butcher Box for a while now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm getting these I'm boxes. A member. Now. Can I tell you that I just bought my dad one for Christmas? You did. I did. Oh, that's and, so nice. And, love that. Yeah, and it's um, I, I I absolutely love Butcher Box. You guys know that I do. It's so great because it's so everything about it, whether it's the better taste, it's more ethical, it's sustainable, all of that. Like when my my wife texted me the other day and she's like. Butcher box is here! Exclamation point! I ran in there like it's Christmas. I feel like the same way that my the same way that my four year old opens up a Barbie box, right? Yeah. Or my my ten year old opens up she was she's opening up a you know a, a, a book a, a book. <laughs> it's true. I, know. Um, I am opening up Butcher Box because when it comes to the meat, that will be the centerpiece of your holiday meals, which we already have done with the with the stew and the bris. Uh, oh, the brisket. Nope. I thought you said bris. I'm like, nope. No, bris- different, different. Brisket. Oh, yeah. 
Oh my gosh. The stew meat? I have the stew meat. Oh my gosh. When you invest in high quality meat from ButcherBox, the benefits go way beyond a great tasting meal. Fact. ButcherBox sources their meat from partners with the highest standards for quality. No more searching the grocery store for 100% grass-fed beef, free-range or organic chicken, wild-caught seafood, and more. They're sourcing uh, they're sourcing the decisions they're made. Um, they, they What they do is they keep the farmer, the planet, the animal, and all of your family in mind. So so much you know it's funny because you can you can customize the boxes you kate got me you said that you got the ground turkey yeah the ground turkey so we'd always gotten ground turkey from the store yeah so i said you know kate really liked the ground turkey and we're like all right let's try it because my wife is very particular yeah ground turkey's like i don't know we got it it's all we get now we got got ground turkey we get the chicken tenders except you gotta try the shrimp and you gotta try oh my god the shrimp is super it's and the cod. It's so good. And yeah. we and we put it in like the in a sauce. We yeah. did we oh, did yeah. tacos, everything about it. So good. So we did we did the ground turkey. We we've been using the ground turkey for everything. I made turkey burgers out of them, like it's it's everything. So it was delicious. And the family loved it. Um turkey oh, turkey turkey meatballs, we called them yummy balls. So good. What is your favorite thing about Butcher Box? That's the question. I'm gonna ask you guys because if you have gotten it, and if you have not gotten it by listening to the show, what the hell is wrong with you? You are not listening to the Matrix and you are not taking your choice. Purpose. And the purpose is Butcher Box. I'm telling you, there are no antibiotics or added hormones. Each box contains eight to fourteen pounds of meat, depending on the box that you choose. That's enough for 24 individual meals. It's packed fresh and shipped frozen for convenience so you can save time in your next grocery store trip. Customize your own box or go with one of theirs, which is what I do. Either way, you get exactly what you want. So this holiday, Butcher Box, listen to this deal. They always give the sweetest deals. I got that turkey for Thanksgiving. Oh, did, oh. oh, my God. It was so good. Anyway, this holiday, Butcher Box is giving new members one pack of bacon for free in every box, plus 20, excuse me, $20 off each box for the first five months of your membership. That's free bacon for life, for life, and up to $100 off. So you got to sign up at ButcherBox.com slash big thing. That is ButcherBox.com slash big thing thing man i uh i love i mean god i love i made a pot roast the other day it's so good it's so good i never know what cut to get for a pot roast so they were just it was so easy they're like have options i love it i love it it's Um, the season for it too it's like nice and la brisk in the 60s yeah you know what i also i what i do like about and it plays into both two and three in in the theory of like love right and what 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 love is and how how important it is and that's a lot of themes in a lot of different movies but in this one obviously the bond between trinity and and Neo. And, be, and that lady and the orgasm cake. They had a really good bond. They one of my favorite scenes in the cinema. It's yeah. hilarious. I love that scene so much. It's like, how I give me a piece of orgasm cake? <laughs> Every <laughs> bite being a different code yeah. and evolving. That's it. Man. That's it. I, I mean, that it's, that's when I start to turn into uh, Joey Pants and go, why, oh, why didn't I take the blue pill? <laughs> you know, at that point, it's like, why, why do you need the red pill? A, you have that. You have that cake. That's an option. I mean, I'll I'll be I, over I, there. I like butcher box, but send over that. <laughs> send over that cake. You get served that cake on the plane, and that way you got options. No shit. Um, but either way, man, uh, like the the, the theories and what they did, and Mon- Monica Bellucci. Holy shit, man, she is which just, perfection. She is which one is she? The Merovingian's wife, Persephone. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's yeah, the one yeah, that yeah, yeah. just a kiss, and I love yes. that what idea love when, is... when she wants that kiss, and she's like, "That's terrible." I'm out. Yeah. yeah, she knows. She's like, "Come on, that bullshit." She's yeah, like, I know like, what you look like. Her, he yeah, wants that passion and, and Trinity. And that I remember being in the theater when Trinity pulls the gun on on her, like, and she, and the, it, people erupted in laughter. Oh, right? yeah. There's like these little moments that like there's not a lot of humor in the Matrix movies, but when they when they do it, it it, it works, right? And what we're not talking about is Harold Perrineau, by the way, who plays Link. Incredible. 
So I, it's funny because we didn't, Michael from Lost. Yes, I know. and we didn't, we didn't, and or or, um, or Mercutio from uh, Romeo and Juliet. Yes. So what we didn't talk about was you know Link, um, Tank, who survives. Recast. Yeah. And I remember running into. Were you? I don't know if I. I knew. I did not know you yet, Kate. But like there, I used to run a, a comedy room at uh, um, what the hell was it called? Lola's. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. And, and or didn't well, Sebastian. Me. No, no, I don't think I knew you yet, yeah. Sebastian. We used to go up there, like, uh, we, we, a lot of different people used to go up there. We used to have some really fun shows. Ari Shafir, it was fun. Um, but I remember, and it was packed. I remember one day, and I, and I saw Tank. Yeah. And it was this whole big thing all over the, he, you know, he left because of money. Yeah. And he wanted, he wanted more money, and they told him, no, you're good, but you're not, I mean, no. <laughs> and, and he made a massive stink about it. And they said, bye-bye. Yeah. yeah, and I remember seeing him like, dude, you were great. And, you know, the, wish you would have been in, the, in those new movies. And he's like, me too, right? And then, but I'll tell you, uh, Harold Perrineau is just a different Incredible. kind of actor. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. just so like the eyes are such an open window of soul that yeah. you need for this character. Yeah, because if you don't care about his relationship with her, you don't care about the other religion oh, they introduce. And I very really care about that their yeah. relationship because yes. that really where's my put. That, that bracelet and the and the charm and all those things like that's so yeah. important for this concept of Zion because the thing that separates us from the machines is, is love is yes. sex is religion is belief and if you don't have him be able to believe then you lose and it that takes whole him character. a second yeah, and they and they and they, they and they set that up in the beginning where he's just he said well sir you know I'm not sure we've never done it and because he's learning about it he yeah. has he's he's taking the ship because he was he was kind of asked to do it and it's funny because it it really I mean. If you really dig deep and you know the story, the why he's there, then you're like, oh, he replaced the dude who wanted more money. But <laughs> it, but they made it. But they made it work in the story, and they also made it work with the passing of. I mean, even though it's in the third movie, but they they made with the passing of the Oracle. Yeah. Although, and I know it is the third movie, but I do feel like that exposition was wildly out of hand when she's like, "Yes, yeah, sometimes I look different. Yeah, yeah. sometimes yeah. people. Yeah, I'm not with you." And I was like, you, "We get it. She died. One the line. lady died. One line. You could have been one line." But that's like that yeah. is to me like them yeah, really experiencing. Yeah, but I think that it's still. I, I I didn't mind that, but we'll get to it in the third yeah, one. Yeah, but yeah. but but this one. It's about choice. It's about, I mean, even, and then Smith, who is. I love his motivation in this because Smith's basically like, I wanted to kill you before, but now I have no purpose except ending all things. I'm right. a virus. I miss having purpose. Is my purpose to have no purpose? Like, I love that Smith between two and three is like having an existential crisis as a machine. Yeah, well, where he's just like, I only know anger. Well, but it's, it, it, this is the thing is that we built machines and we didn't know how to control them all the way through. They, we, we wind up saying, uh, no, we don't need you for this purpose. And then they said, well, screw you. I'm going, we're going to go, or we're going to have a revolution, right? Mm -hmm. That's what Smith is doing. Yeah. They, he's part of the system. He doesn't want to be part. He tells Morpheus in the first one, he wants out. He right. hates it. He doesn't want to be there. It's a prison for him. He wants out. And then we finally get out. He says to Neo in this one, he's like, thanks for freeing me. He's like, you're welcome. Right. And it's like, and he has this whole thing. But the only thing that I still am battling with is whether or not I'm, on board with the fact that he enters Bane's body. Like I just, and the only way I accepted it is because they have the thing on their, on their right. heads and that they're able to link in somehow. So somehow the computer got in. It's the same way that I don't know if I, he's that Neo uses the force at the end basically and shuts down all the, yeah uh, you know, the sentinels. There are some leaps. And, and to me, I see Smith obviously as the parallel, the, the op opposing and equal and opposite force. We talk about equations in yeah. the third film, yeah. but the, the equation to counter Neo. So like, that's the leap is like Neo was able to be, 
reborn in the matrix and thus be reborn in the real world because he was able to separate his mind from his body enough to be like, I am free. So maybe Smith was able to learn that because Neo was in his body, but I, I could have used a little bit more dialogue. I could have, I could have used a little bit more like, and after our it, experience, it, yeah, blah, blah, it, blah. it became a weird horror movie with, yeah. with, with Bane. Like once they, once they seventies like alien, like horror. Yes. And, and also the character himself, it's like, I always, the casting wise, it's the same thing. It's like, that guy doesn't look like it would have been more effective to me if it was somebody like, like Roy Jones Jr. Mm, right. Who was yeah. in the movie and they barely just, they just get rid of him. I don't know if he dies or what happens to him, but I don't, I don't remember. Like sure. it's, not, it's not meaningful enough. If he died on the ship, then it just kind of happened. And I don't remember. Or did he die in the room? I don't remember, but Roy Jones Jr. is in is in it. He stands by, you know. He does. He he has a he's a memorable role. But if it was someone like that, or someone likable, yeah. or had a face, or someone you set it up with, that then they start kind of turning. Bane. How do we Bane. not know that the name Bane is like? If you right. ever, I don't trust this guy. You guys, if anybody, if you ever meet anybody named Bane, run, run. All right, and then yeah, this, and then there's a setup, and and now we know she's in it. Um, Naomi, yeah, played by Jada Pinkett Smith, is in is in the new movie, but she's set up in the second movie. Set up that she had the relationship with yes. Morpheus, and I now love the trio. Me man. too. Me too. She's, I'll tell you why. She's one of my favorite parts of both uh, of these two, movies. Yeah. yeah, me too. And in general, I have to say, like, I think I watched. I, 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 listen, I, I had no expectations because this wasn't a, the Matrix was not a movie that changed my life. Sure. There was yeah. my 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 molecules are. In You're the same aware place. of it yeah, for I'm now. Aware of it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that. So I didn't have, there was no pressure on two or three. So I feel like I have much more, I mean, I've got, as I said, I've got notes. You've heard, I'm, you right. know, I'm making jokes or whatever, but I do have to say like, it's a, it's, they're just different movies. They're just very different movies. One, two, and first. three. Yeah. I yeah. feel like. Two, two and three are a pair. And it's funny because to me, I actually feel like I might even, and we could talk about it later, but I might even like three better. Wow. Because I feel like it's almost like, it's almost like a, uh, like a scale and like it's philosophy and then there's a little bit less I think that if you and also and at the very end there's no but, philosophy but, I'm like great and show me the robot true. but I also Guns. think that if you're also embracing <laughs> as I made the point earlier the Zion part of it you know yeah. because one is all matrix yeah with a, with a blend of oh, hey we're on the ship we're doing this but it's like 80 90 percent matrix yeah right second one is like 70 percent matrix 30 percent uh, you know, Zion on the real world, maybe even a little bit more, but not much. And then the third yeah. one is like Same 80% yeah. real world, 20% matrix, which I think is why a lot of people got lost in that one. But again, we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, but this one and watching what that, that scene and, and setting up the fact that choice beliefs, the idea that Morpheus is going to have his beliefs tested, yeah. that the Oracle keeps giving this message of each single person who every single time they tells them, you've got to make a choice, no matter if it's Morpheus, if it's Niobe, no matter who it is. It's, you've got your choice on what you need to do, especially Neo, and these conversations she has to have with Neo and the meeting that he needs to have with her in order to have these type of kinds of conversations. Because every time he meets with her, he gets stronger, mm -hmm. right? And, and, and new things happen because it's not necessarily just from what she tells, but it's him inside of his head then making the choice to say, okay, well, then I have to go this way. I have to do that. I have to maneuver. And I like the idea that he can't get to his friends through the key master part and that whole thing. Like, I like that, even though it went on forever. Yeah. The idea of it is like, where are you now? I'm in the mountains. And then what, what did bother me, and this is not Harold Perrineau's fault, it's the writing, how many times is Harold Perrineau going to look at the thing and goes, what's that? It's Neo, <laughs> motherfucker. You know what it is. Yeah, every, every single time. It's always Neo. It's still Neo. Yeah, it's like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what that is. 
it's Neo. You, yeah. If you see something that's different in the thing, you're, you're on the ship. First time, okay. You're yeah. brand new to this. The seventh time, yeah. come on, dude. What are you, you doing? Are you paying attention? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and why do they always say operator, by the way? Like, it's like, because we that, now know. I like the wizard. I like operator, operator, the wizard from the first movie. Yeah. And then they went back. I'm like, no, we've already broken it. Like, we're, we're, now, we're, we're out. We're good. You we're, don't need to do it anymore. It's like, well, can, can, what, I what I always thought of was that because if by accident somebody who's plugged into the Matrix calls them, Great. And then they go yeah, yeah. operator, but you never see that. You never right. hear that. So it's right. just like, yeah, that's what I always assumed. Yeah. It was just in case someone just got the case. wrong number of zero. But, like, but yeah. even so operator, just like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, because it's cooler, if it was, but if it was, it's cooler, but <laughs> Mr. Wizard, get me the hell out of here. I love that. Yeah, but it's same. like, but, but but set me up a little bit. It was earned Take the first one. And then we get like the second and third. Come on. What are, what are we still doing here? Right. Uh, I do like that when he goes to the Oracle, that reminds me of like what I perceive meditation as is, is unlocking new mental abilities to withstand stuff. So I've always like, I struggled with meditating for 30 years and only in the last like three, I've been able to actually achieve it. And to me that always felt like as soon as your brain goes, Oh, I have more choices because I'm able to calm my thoughts. I can actually perceive the world broader. And to me, it always felt like that's what like meditating was meant to be. So right. I always love the Oracle as a way to like unlock a new level in your mind, so to speak. Uh, and I do feel like they show that well in these two films. There was one, there was one moment that I felt like was so clunky and I was like, is this the writing? Is this Keanu? It was when he's in with the architect and Trinity's picture comes up and he goes, Trinity! Yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. And I'm like, what? That the- happens a couple different times throughout yeah, the series. Like, yeah. And, well, that's, that's the other thing. Trinity! Is, these movies do, An apple! Yeah, these movies do that a lot. It's like, it's, and it's like, oh, if I, but if I see you, I go, Kate. And you go, Christian. <laughs> yes. It happens all the time in these yeah. movies. It's like, yeah. Morpheus, <laughs> Niobe. Niobe, that other Trinity. guy. What's cool. the third guy's name? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Admiral like, Blah Blah Blah. Yeah, but, but it's we not, each other. But it's, not, but it's not like one of these things where I'm like Koi, and no, you're like Christian. It's it's like Koi, <laughs> Christian. It's it's just Trinity. short of it's just short of soap opera. Like yeah. it's just yeah. sort of like yeah. push and zoom. Right. Yeah. Um. But a lot of this stuff that happens in in you know this movie does set up. Like I said, and I stick by it. And when I saw it originally, I felt the same way. I was like, okay, so this movie. A lot of people were, were disappointed by it. Right. I liked it because I said, well, it just depends on how the third one delivers. And it's so weird after rewatching it because I still feel now this is not because this isn't this isn't the, you know, OK, the the, the, the second piece of it now. Uh, it's because you have now the well, it's the second piece out of the four movies. You know, it's not just the the end all be all. This is the, it's not the it's not just the middle anymore. Right. And it was the middle um, for a while. And it, it's still a four star film for me, but I'm really disappointed in it to this day. It, it ended with, I'm going to show them something you don't want to see. Right. And then he never does. Well, but no, but I that's wanted the thing, to though. see him but flying it, around the world being like, yo, humans wake up. We like, saw it yeah. in Animatrix though. That's the thing. Neo. Yeah, man. Remember what he's doing? He's, he's like, that's the whole thing with the kid. When the kid, he's, he's, he's been freeing people and they talk about it briefly in this one. Yeah. They, okay. I know. Yeah. And that, that one short. Yeah. Because, well, because Morpheus says we freed more minds, th- taking consideration, we have freed more minds in like six months than we have in that's whatever it was. So they were doing it. They yeah. were, but, but one, it, one visual, but that's the problem is and not even a visual. He says it in a line. Right. And it, and I would have just, liked a scene. Yes. Because yeah. like, that's Be- how it because, ended. And I wanted, yes. I wanted the whole sequel to be that. Well, it goes back to your, to your previous point of the, how the animatrix could have been a good, a good thing of them freeing people yeah. and going through, I'm going to show all these people and realizing this is exhausting. 
Like, right. Because then it explains it. If he's at the end of the first movie and he's like, I'm going to show all these people what you want to see. And then, then the next movie is him trying. He's like, there's too many of these fuckers. Yeah. And I don't know what to do. Because that seems beautiful when he's got all of the, the believers coming up to him and like wanting a piece of yes. his time. And he's like, yes. but I, I need you. Like they're like, Trinity says they need you. And he says, I need you. That's such a beautiful scene. It is. That should have been an entire act. Like I would have liked more. Like if the first act of this film is freeing and seeing the people that believe and right. all those things, I would have been more invested in the characters. So when the fights happen, I care. But this is also why it is now harder for me. And I'll tell you, if there was not a fourth movie and we watched this movie as it is, I think I would have have way more criticisms mm. because now I don't know where it goes. And I love that. Man. And I love that. And, and because, maybe that's why I'm thinking Matrix over Spidey because like well, at the end of the day there is more Spidey coming and at the end of the day it, it's got to be okay and a lot of the same well. and, I lo- and listen I make very clear I'm very excited about Spider-Man I can't wait to mind. see Spider-Man but the thing is for the most part I know what I'm going to feel in Spider-Man. It's going to be a superhero movie. I'm going to see people that I hadn't seen in a while. It's going to be a lot of the same kind of tropes, maybe a couple of different emotional moments. And it's 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 a formulaic thing that I've seen before that I'm that that's that's fine. Yeah. And I'm excited for it. Matrix could if done right, could blow your fucking mind and could do it the right way in a fourth movie that you're like doing exactly what I just said and that's make if because this movie has the possibility to do two things. It's either make 2 and 3 better because it ties in and makes more sense now, mm-hmm. or it kills the franchise. Because that absolutely And, and what higher stakes are there? And, and yeah. that's why I think it's better to have the occasional movie that does this. Yeah. Because what we yeah. just described in Spider-Man is, I'm going into Spider-Man with one expectation, I'm going to the Matrix with another expectation. So if you ask me today, I'm going to say Matrix. But if I'm exhausted and I want to just enjoy something, I'm going to say Spider-Man. Right. And that's why I think right. it's important to have movies where I look uh, up a absolutely. book I haven't looked up before. Absolutely. I also, I felt like I understood more in two than, I, I know you're saying that it was like sort of, the, but I think. No, no, I don't think, I no, let me, before you finish yeah, yeah, the point, yeah. it's not that I feel like this, it's, it's that, it's that. There's a lot of stuff that was heavy in dialogue with yes. key ports and portals yes, 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 and yes, yes, they, yes. that it's just like, could it have been simplified? 100%. Same message. Could it have been more simplified? I, I think part of I think part of the um, what I think maybe works about these movies for me is that like in the first one, there was stuff that I very much knew I wasn't catching. Mm. I was very yeah. much knew. I was like, I really I gotta go back go, and watch yeah, this again. No, no, no. But this one, I was sort of like, oh, that's that looks cool. Or right. that, like, right. so I probably missed a lot of shit, but I wasn't aware. Like, right. you talking about, like, and he's there and he's with Persephone and stuff. Like, I didn't know I was missing that. And I don't know. Like, you so know, didn't feel an absence. I didn't feel didn't an lose absence. And I feel it. like that's maybe why I don't, I don't mind. Right. Like because well, there were things one. that you missed. I remember that we told you, no, no, no this, this did happen, and it's you like the hallway scene. Oh my yeah. god! And you missed it, like you missed it for that particular thing. There's nothing that you like that stuff that he mentioned. You yeah. don't miss anything out of the movie for not knowing that. That's yeah, the yeah. stuff that he picked up. The yes. stuff that they yeah. wrote. You didn't notice that, the Heisenberg uncertainty principle was a play in the <laughs> right. Matrix. Come on now, Kate. <laughs> right. Get but your I shit together. Felt like, I definitely felt like with the first one, I was like, oh man, I'm not. Oh, so maybe that's what the benefit uh, of two and three is. They can be both heavy and more linear. You can have both the overcomplication and also. You're feeding both. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I was sort of and what like, a fine line that is. Like, yeah. and that, that's a beautiful, rare thing in cinema to be like, hey, we can appease these crazies that are going to research every book. And also like, look how dope this looks. Well, that, that's what they did because, it, but I do think that it, it would, it suffered from its own success of the first movie was because like I said, there's just, and you could just, I could hear the studio execs going more bullet time. More yeah. bullet time. They like that. Everybody's doing that in the commercials now, and they yes. just did it in Shrek now. So we got to do it even Fight more. Fight a hundred so, Smiths. Yeah, yeah. Let's, how many Smiths? You got? We got about fifteen. He's coming up. Make it one hundred and fifty. Make do it a bowling pin sound. Yeah. Do a scene where they're all coming running around, and, he, and, he, and it's like you could you could see that. Like there, like there was a lot of cooks in the kitchen, and, and, mm-hmm. and I, I felt I felt that way anyway. Or maybe maybe I'm wrong, but it it wasn't. That's what I meant by 
overcomplicating things in general, not just with the dialogue, with the too much, too much stuff. Going back to the to the to the highway thing because you get to the keymaster. I really liked a lot too. I yeah. liked it. Is, it. is that what he was? Was he the keymaster? Yeah, I think it's his name. Ghostbusters, or whatever. Yeah. But either way, <laughs> but either way, like I liked him a lot because he was just kind of like a kind old man, yeah. right? And I, and I gentle. I loved his gentle spirit. Trying to come in. Yep. Is a dog trying to come in? Maybe. Yeah. There's a, there's a the sense. The curtain appears to be moving from the bottom. I've got to okay. hear about your your revolutions uh, thoughts. So I know I know we're, we got a we got a time constraint with you, but I got an I got to know. Oh, well, we, we, I think we have. I think we can start. We'll be able to start this. Okay, good. Because I was worried. Because we'll like, I've no, never we'll, heard anyone say three is their favorite in the history of time. We'll it's be able to. Start. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, you're saying clear. you're saying out of two and three. I think uh, out of two and three, I do think I, I prefer. I have three. similar thoughts to you that I I I wound up enjoying three. Like, I've only seen three, I think, once wow. before this time. Cool. Um, Me too. And, and if, <laughs> total. But total. If, yeah. I, if I watched it, if I watched it a second time, which I very well might have, but if I did, I there's a lot that I didn't remember. Mm-hmm. Right? Two, two I've seen a handful of times because I remember, I think that I just, I remember seeing two in the theater probably two or three times. Yeah, One, I watched I it a bunch. definitely only saw once. And then I said, ah. And I think it was because of what, the way I summarized for myself is that what I felt so fascinating about the first one and they still had a lot of it in the second one, was The Matrix. The Matrix is non-existent in the third one. Yes. For yeah. the most part. And even when it is, it's not The Matrix that you really know. It's 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 corrupted by Smith. I it's think so we're going to get 90-10 and 4. Yeah. 90% Matrix. I, I did forget... Um I did forget. I was like, wait, why is Keanu Reeves not doing better fighting? Like, why is he not doing right. And I'm like, oh, he's not in the fucking Matrix. Like, yeah, right. he's, he's like, a dude. He's well, in that the was, real world. And that goes back to the, the beginning of this movie, or excuse me, the end of this movie, um, where Neo does the thing to the Sentinels when they're coming in, he shuts yes, them all down yes. after Morpheus, and which I love the fact that Morpheus is so defeated mentally. He's yes. just like, mm-hmm. I, he, his whole purpose, his purpose has been defeated because his purpose is that the one is going to free him, the war is going to be over, yeah. right? Which ultimately happens, but he... Spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> but he is, but he believes, he's like, well, what what happened? She she lied to me too? Like, what what's going on? And then here's Neo who becomes a Jedi and, and shuts it all down and then passes out and falls down. And here's yeah. Bane running around the joint. And now Bane has shut down stuff. And then there's this really weird ending with the table and then Bane and then to be continued, the weird horror movie ending. Yes. Yeah. Which I didn't love. Um, because it's just like, oh, if to, you're, be, to be concluded. Concluded. Yeah. Oh, right. Which uh, now not true. Yeah. Now not, not true. Not <laughs> liars. Yeah. Fucking liars. Scum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know what I also noticed is that everybody really has clean teeth in the Matrix. Sure, and I'm it's sure true. that they all use Jada Quip. Pinkett Smith, especially. It's yeah. gorgeous, gorgeous. And, and because gorgeous from what I found out is in the future they have Quip. Um, <laughs> they absolutely have Quip. And if you guys have already been keeping your mouth in tip-top shape, now what you get to do is earn some rewards while you're at it. Upgrade your Quip to a new smart motor, and what you can do is you can track and improve your brushing with the free Quip app. This is something that Koji Andrew has been doing for a while. Big fan of it. You can earn amazing rewards like free refills, products, Target gift cards, and much more. And beyond just the brush, Quip has a whole line of stocking stuffers for everyone on your list. And there are two ways to floss. You can get the floss string that expands to clean. You have a reusable floss pick that replaces over 180 disposable picks with every refill. There's a refillable gum that is sugar-free. It has a long-lasting mint flavor, and it comes with a dispenser the refillable mouthwash that is four times concentrate plus good for you and the planet. But in addition to the brush heads, Quip also delivers fresh flaws, toothpaste, mouthwash, gum refills, and every three months from $5. Shipping is free, so you can save and skip the hustle and bustle of shopping in store during the holidays and into the new year. And here's more good news. 
Quip is running their best deals of the year, which means you won't be paying through the teeth when you gift better oral health this year. Now, if you get if you go on over to getquip.com slash big thing right now, on top of their holiday savings, you will get your first refill free. That's your first refill free and f- up to 40% off of bundles at getquip.com slash big thing. G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash big thing. Quip, the good habits company. All right. So get yourself some quip. And an orgasm cake. Yes. Very important. If you can <laughs> find one. I mean, oh, I've been to sold some... both those together. Oh, Quip would be like oh, yeah. uh, that, is, that is the magic. <laughs> yeah. If you guys know anywhere in LA that sells orgasm cake, you leave that in the comments, please. Oh, orgasm cake inside of a toothbrush. Um, <laughs> but either way. The future. Is there anything else besides we uh, we shut it down for, for this one that we're missing? We got we got the relationship, obviously. What's going on is I and Commander, who who wants to, he, he doesn't believe, he, well, he's, he's jealous because Morpheus, Morpheus is the plow is later. So, yeah. And, yeah. and then, and but now he's, and it's always that guy. It's like, dude, but you got her now. But his if beliefs juxtaposing on top of if it. If you're is worrying like, about it, you're going lo- to lose her, which you don't necessarily do, but you kind of feel like you will. Yeah. Um, and. During all of that, you know, he doesn't believe and he tells and, and he keeps getting shit on every single yeah. time because then the, the well the president, if you will, he's just like, Nah, you take the ship, go ahead, take the Nebuchadnezzar <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah. And the Nebuchadnezzar when the Nebuchadnezzar blows up, you feel it. And what I thought they did very well with that ship was they almost treat it like the Falcon. Yeah, you know? there's, a, there's a loyalty. It's a personality yes. yeah. to the ship. And so and when Morpheus feels it go, we feel it go. Yeah. I like that moment in the movie a lot. Yeah, I do feel like that. I did. I mean, I'm obviously watching things through Star Wars eyes these yeah, days. Yeah, of course. But I did feel like there were. I don't know if they were even intentional homages to Star Wars, but like, yes, the Force. I was like, oh, I've seen this before right. when Vader, you know, picks somebody up by their neck from ten feet away. Um, I, it, there was just like a lot of stuff like that, and also I felt like the vehicle, like I don't know, just sort of like sometimes the look feels very sure. Empire to me yeah. too. Yeah, it's like an anime Star Wars blend, yeah. and these are archetypal concepts. Yes, so I feel like totally. they're definitely it's blending not, yeah. beautifully. I mean, but Wars our main, like our our access to those is Star Wars, yeah. totally. so like that would be the parallel. Did the totally. Mar- you know what I liked? And again, this goes speaking of Star Wars and the stuff that I've been um, blue in the face about saying the stuff that I think that works with the TV with um, Star Wars that they've gotten back to is the stuff, the the homage to the stuff that inspired Star Wars, right? That w- was lost in some of the some of the sequel films. How dare right? you? How very dare I, you? I apologize. However, I feel similar to the second Matrix, right? Yeah. Where there is that philosophy and there's all that stuff that's there. But by doing the stretching out of the taffy, if you will, you know, there's this stuff like that. I felt like even though the martial arts is there, it was different like i felt like in the first movie when they're like the kung fu movie was impact there hurt it you felt, felt the impact of the blows this feels like and i i know one of them is meant to be a dance with seraph but the rest feel like a dance it, and you don't feel like the same it's not the same attachment to the kung fu side of it yeah, or even the western when he's in the first movie when he's back with with uh smith and like the paper bag flies by and it's supposed to signify like the the dust yeah. thing it feel it like that stuff that made it oh that feels like that that was kind of lost and it just felt like you know Here's a video game because it felt like a video game. Sorry, God bless you. Could you no? Could you hear my stomach? Just go. My stomach went. Need some of those tasty weeds. Yeah. I uh, I, my thing, and this is the philosophical approach, is is in the concept of the cave, which I brought up in the first rewatch. The idea is that the true forms of beauty, of love, of things that are the true forms, is the language they use. The more removed you get from those, the more everything's a copy of a copy of a copy. The more. 
it fails. And this is a copy of a copy of the original philosophy concept. So to me, there is definitely some paralleling of the irony of a movie about escaping the cave, putting us back in the cave. And I feel like the first movie brought us out of the cave. The second one kind of put us back in. And the third one was shackled us right back to the wall. it's It's a diluted metaphor. Morpheus also in this movie was not as impactful for me as he was in the first one. Yeah. And again, not Fishburne's uh, problem at all. It's the writing. Like, even though, Zion, hear me! It's yeah, like his yeah. speech is so, it's yeah. not a great speech. It's if not, you, the writing's not no. great, but it's him. So it's you're like, him. I mean. It's him, and you're like, okay. But it's like when I you. agree. And the one thing is, we are still here. Part yeah. of it is cool. Yeah. But part of it is like, that's not a great speech. No, like it's Gerard Butler's not. 300 was much better. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Like, or and, Bill Pullman in, in uh, yes. yeah. It, yes. It, yeah. And what's interesting about that speech is he's Morpheus, which is, you know, the God of dreams. Yes. And in the first film, he uses the dream metaphor of the, the dream pulled over your eyes to make you so you don't know you're dreaming, like the, the visuals. And in this one, he talks about a dream of a Zion that's free. So in every iteration, we've never seen the reality that he chooses to live in. So we've got two worlds but we kind of have a third world and everything is just an abstraction to Morpheus he's always chasing something he's never fulfilled the dream of reality the dream of this thing so that speech was kind of like muddling the rest of his for me the rest of his ideals like if he's always chasing something we've already got the one we've already got these things bro live in the now and maybe that's what the character is supposed to represent is like he's never capable of living in the now and that's why he lost Naomi but I do feel like that speech was kind of counter to many of his other beliefs yeah yeah there's a lot there listen Sean Astin's speech as Mikey and the Goonies. I mean, come on, that's that the bar. That's where see? that's where we go. Yeah, but but, it, but this you didn't make, lead to a rave orgy. No, and you frankly, make a great point though that it, because it's, Lawrence well. Fishburne is the reason why you sell that at all. Eight hundred percent. It's his of, gravitas. It's what he does, and even you know, watching and nobody's watching him from the side, and like um, there's and there's a lot, and we also set up Link's per, uh, relationship, and I thought that was set up really well yeah. with with um, is it Dozer and Tank's sister. So uh, and the fact and you like those families, of which course. I dig, and they're quickly yeah. like that one. And you the, the one joke we got with Poo, like there are moments of hilarious. like, yeah. and and they're so rare. Like you said, that you really like need that laugh because it's not because it's it it doesn't feel forced. Right, it feels like okay, that's just a moment they threw. This would be funny if if so and so says it here and like the it's it, it worked you know and you I, need that humanity again yeah. to juxtapose the machines yes. uh, Le- Lawrence Fishburne read uh, the entirety of the Raven at Stanley's funeral and it was one of the most impactful yeah. 15 minutes of just like this man could do anything and I do feel like a lot of the lines of the Wachowski's writer just like Larry's gonna say it we don't right. have to worry about well, it like, was, just yeah. like there, <laughs> there was one line though that and it was the third movie and we'll, we can talk about it now but that, that did not work for me is uh, I think you should drive though like that, that's, what, that's, that's what you're thinking about. That's right your now. moment. No. That's the moment. But that's that's another thing. But this is but the second movie. Um, overall, uh, I did I did enjoy it more. I I I enjoyed watching this movie leading up to the third one because I started to think that I was going to dread the third one, and we'll talk about the third one in, in a moment. Um, I did not, but I I thought that okay, this is exactly how I felt. There's a lot. Like I did the same way as you guys though. I, was, I said, this is cool to look at, but man, you could have fit so much more of the matrix and the philosophy and the overall idea if you would have just cut out, just trim some of this fat. 14 minutes of the motorcycle. Is that how Maybe. long it was? No, I mean, truly, I'm telling you. It's a $60 million chase scene. $60 million because they built For a the highway. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, it's a circle. They literally built a circle highway. That way they could film yeah. and it's all GM vehicles. So they literally have one company sponsoring right. the vehicles One and it's a $60 million scene. I just remember. It's bananas. It's, it's like four indies. It, yeah. it, it's, <laughs> it's, cra- it's crazy. And the thing is that 
because that movie made the first movie made a sh- it did not cost a lot of money to make. No. It made a shit so profit. It made a shit ton of money. Yeah. And the and like now now you can now here's here's that budget times a thousand. Right. Go fucking nuts. And it's like, but that's what made the movie so special. And the technology the first one, you didn't need reinvented it. tech for the first one. You didn't invent tech for the second one. So it felt like it was chasing evolution versus revolution. Yeah. You ironically with the you, third title. You didn't need the big budgets to be because to be you cool. had the core of the special or, or I mean there are some really visually gorgeous stuff that's happening. Right? Oh, yeah. There is a ridiculous part in this movie that I have to, I'm so glad I remembered it. I, and I caught it when I saw it the first time in the theater. It's so stupid. When he's fighting all of the, Mac, what's his name, the Machiavellian? Uh, the, Merovingian. Merovingian. When he's fighting that, when he's fighting that guy, uh, his buddies, he's yeah. fighting everybody in the room. And it's, a, it, again, a scene that goes on way too long. There's, uh, there's an Asian dude that he's fighting on the stairs. And Neo just punches him in the face. And the guy goes, huh. <laughs> and passes out for some reason and then comes back and he's fighting and neo hits him in the head with a big thing and, and crushes his skull but it's just like he watch that scene if you're watching he just goes to, he goes to sleep he just and neo just punches him and he goes it's he knows so Fu, you it's so bizarre it's such a, a stupid choreography and i just choreography was i think a lot of this movie the best way i could say as much as i don't mind this movie yeah a lot of it is overcooked so for me the first film is one of i've only given 15 films in the history of cinema five stars i don't believe in perfection but i think 15 films are perfect and this is matrix one of them one the of first them. one matrix yeah this one to me was was a little bit better than i was afraid i'd remember it like i was very trepidatious to reopen yeah. this so i gave this four stars uh we'll talk about the third film next week but the drop off between one and two was was way easier to handle than for me the drop off from two to three so i'm really excited to talk about that and uh that said there are more images in this than i remembered being so impactful to me like the the zion rave scene the orgy scene like that's one of the reasons i want to go to burning man like not to be perverse but like i wanted to see what a culture of people that were all out of technology that were all about each other communicating in that way and and to me that is and that's we talked about it briefly last week in the first matrix with like how important i think sex is to humanity i do think they captured sex in this movie without it being perverse and that's a beautiful yeah, thing for did. people yeah. to experience. I agree with that and I also think that there's that you know there is a scene we didn't really talk about that is if you know I do like the idea that Trinity she's promising you know he knows that she's going to be in trouble that scene's going to happen yeah. and open the one that we open up with and he's like you got to promise me you're not going and she's like okay I, I didn't the only reason she goes in is to save them to right. save them because because they the rest of them crap out in that scene she's got to do it right so she goes in and she says to him i'm sorry which plays in later on in in the franchise but like and he reached and i love that scene when he you see the computer code and yeah. he reaches in and he restarts her heart that works inside so well because me. he can see it yeah because that 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 makes more sense than when he's using the force in the real world and then, <laughs> and then Bane becomes Smith, like right. the Bane becomes Smith is a weird horror film. And it's like, I, if someone in the comment section, like, well, the reason why that works is because it transfers through the thing. I get it, but it's still fucking weird. I, but I also don't understand why if, if they've all seen Neo die in the matrix and they know he doesn't die in the real world. Why don't, why does any, but why is dying in the matrix a threat for any of them anymore? They now all should believe that they won't actually die. Well, because he's the know, one. Yeah. Because he, he's, because that's the whole point. He's, he's able to manipulate things inside to a level that, that they, he hacks they just, the matrix to a level that no one else could be, because be, of being the one. And the president even says it to him. He's like, I've seen a lot of different things, but I don't under, I don't know how you do the things that you do. Yeah, okay. Right? Like, Just like so when you, if you watch an capable. Olympian, you're not like, yo, I'm gonna go right. do, like you can't because you've seen it but be done. I know you, know it's it's, you know it's possible. Right. That's the yeah. thing is you know it's possible, but it doesn't yeah. mean you can do it. Okay. So and I, I, I think looking at an extreme athlete's a great way, but right. also like an extreme athlete, but plus the mental, like there's, there's a moment of hesitation. You did. And that's the only yeah. reason that I would accept like, well, 
you know, they can't kill the agents or beat them, but now they know they Neo's trained them a little bit more to know how to fight them. Boy, that's like, a stretch. Dude. It's a stretch. But the Smith parallel to Neo is the only way I was able to rationalize Bane is that that he's the I mirror. Guess. But I, we don't learn that till the third film, so it kind of felt like retroactive. It was it was a strange, creepy moment in a weird moment when he's able to transfer through. It's like so. The, so the machines very similar to what you just asked. If he's able to do this thing, and maybe it's just because he's the one when it comes to the machines, but why aren't all the agents transferring their their consciousness into? Well, because I, I think he broke them from the code of the Matrix. I get like it. When I get it. Yeah. I get. It, but it's just again, it's many it, leaps. That, that's where it gets too complicated, and it's like I, I understand why they had to do it, and I think that it it allows the eventual what we'll get to in the third movie. But there's there's a lot of stretches in mm-hmm. this movie that, in the franchise that I think that lost a lot of people, but. Again, it plays into the third movie, which we will be talking about, ladies and gentlemen, with myself. Uh, Kate will be there for the first half of that one. Um, But Coy and I will be talking about it for sure. I hope you guys enjoyed this rewatch. Thank you so very much for joining us um, for Matrix Reloaded. If you're brand new to, who is this now? Mm -hmm. Oh, I call it, let's see. I'm going to talk to. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is my favorite. Hold on. So, Greg Alba, you're on the big thing with myself, Coy Jandrew, and Kate Mulligan. How are you, sir? Coy, that hack. <laughs> but, you, but but I have good news for you, Greg. You're actually the sound is on for this uh, for this one. Oh my god! I finally made an appearance. We do. Hi, Greg. Oh, hi, Greg. Um. So hi. yeah, we're we were just we we're wrapping up Matrix. Um. Reloaded. Oh yeah, Coy talking about how he's like so surprised at how he loved the movie, and then suddenly he rewatched it, and it's point of views towards a change <laughs> that's the third one we're gonna get there we're gonna get there we're gonna get there oh, on the I third one. okay oh spoilers <laughs> <laughs> um but actually you know, i do need to are you gonna be around a little later on can i give you a shout uh it's a big maybe all right yeah i'm sure i, mean, I know i know we're we're, we're we're running we're running high to uh we're almost spider-man you got, do you guys do spider-man videos <laughs> I love your spider. I love your channel. Check out everybody should be checking out the real rejects, by the way. Phenomenal, phenomenal channel. So, um, all right, dude. Yeah, I'll try you and then you get me back when you can. All right. All right, brother. All right. Great, Greg. That's Alba, a everybody. big maybe. Yeah, we, no, yeah, we, we talked they're, revolutions they're, last night. They're it was slammed. Uh, yeah. They're slammed. Um, anyway, okay, look. So that was uh, that was Matrix Reloaded. Matrix Revolutions coming up next week. Myself, Coy, and Kate. And I think I, it depends. I'm going to talk to to Coy about it. We're going to try to plan it out. As this might, this third one might come out next week or it might come out this week. I don't know yet. Okay. We gotta, we'll figure it out. You'll know soon. <laughs> so Very thank well. you guys. Thank you guys so much. Uh, thank you to Kate. And we shall see you. If you want to listen to us, by the way, on Apple Podcasts, you can do that. You can go to Apple Podcasts, check out Big Thing. We are there. Spotify, all of it. Check it out. It's a good listen in the car. All right. Peace. Need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.